It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. It is great to be with you on a Thursday. We are 72 hours away, less than that now, from Bengals football. And boy, oh boy, I'll be honest, I can't wait. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app. And LockedOnBengals.com, where every single podcast is posted, including yesterday's conversation with John Ross. If you want to hear from Colts head coach Frank Reich, well, he talked on yesterday's show as well. Plus, Tyler Eifert on mullets, his hair, and so much more. Uh, It's great to be with you today. Coming up in about six minutes, seven minutes, I'm going to offer you uh, some NFL season predictions. A couple bold predictions, a couple of award predictions, things like that. And then uh, tomorrow we'll go into full-blown prediction mode for Bengals Colts this Sunday. But I want to start with today, where the Bengals are at today. And the one thing that that I think stands out the most when I look at this Bengals team is obviously what they've done in the offseason to improve the offensive line. And something that stood out to me, during Marvin Lewis's press conference yesterday was his thoughts on Alex Redmond. Here's Marvin talking about starting right guard Alex Redmond. Well, I think he's been a, he's had a, uh, the one thing he has shown a consistency it is physicality. I think that's important. Um, I think he's shown a steadiness, an understanding of, uh, of what uh, the things they're trying to teach up front, that we are teaching up front. I think he's had a, a comfort and a steadiness of that. I think he's continued to grow. You see a maturation of his uh, whole personality uh, that way. And, uh, you know, his physical upside is tremendous that way. And then we just now got to fine tune the little things that uh, he may have struggled with from time to time. Early on in his career practices, it just seemed like inevitable he would be in some sort of pushing and shoving or something afterwards. Is that something you felt you had? Did you try to rein that in or do you embrace it? How do you? No, this isn't WWF. Yeah. Is, that something, is that something where you have a talk or are you just? We've had talks. <laughs> talks. Talks. Many, many talks over the last few years. Many talks. <laughs> had a couple talks when, this year. I was ready. When, when did it seem to begin to shake out? Well, I think if you don't play, it sinks in very quickly. <laughs> That's the point. You know what I mean? These guys are here to they want an opportunity to play, and you can't play when that's getting in the way. He was pretty candid about he thought he blew his chance with those two early penalties at Buffalo. Um, what, what did you see from him after that, the way he came back from that? I think he settled down and played. You know, we put him back in there. He took him out for the bit and, and put him back in the next series. And uh, uh, which is what, you know, I, I asked him to do. And, you know, you, sometimes you just have to stand and watch and then you can figure it out. Um, but it's important to him. You know, Alex has grown 
uh, more than any player in this building is a person and uh, and it's great and, and uh, you know the staff here and and many many involved have done a great job with Alex and he's very appreciative of that and uh, which is, is it's a it's a great story his, his issue is correctable but he has to correct it right I mean it's that's right nobody else that can correct it correct that's correct maybe kind of what I was going to ask how do you rein that in without losing some of that edge is that just something he has to figure out. Well, it's okay to have an edge. We want to have an edge, you know. Right. And um, I can't say some of the things I used to say because then I get letters <laughs> <laughs> and for donations, actually. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, he, uh, it, you know, he is by nature. He is just a physical person. If I were to go down an alley. I, I might, I'm the first person I'm gonna find in that locker room to take with me, <laughs> no doubt about it, and and that's what you would want, uh, you know, because uh, you know he's gonna go down with you and he's gonna go down swinging. So we just got to go within the framework of what we're asking him to do technically, and I think you know he's embraced, uh, you know, you know the great thing is 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 Coach Polly came in here with sight on with it with just an open fresh mind. So all these young guys got a, you know, they got a fresh start, an open book. And uh, so they got an opportunity to earn uh, his trust and to further their cause by doing it his way, the right way, and, and seeing it pay off. That's Marvin Lewis on Alex Redman. And to me, and I know that was about four minutes, that was about Marvin Lewis yesterday, interacting with uh, members of the Bengals media, I think that's really good to hear. And I get it. He had some penalties in preseason game. Number three, but the fact that they've seen him change, they've seen him work, and he came in in phenomenal shape, I thought, Alex Redman. Haven't talked to him on the podcast yet this year. But if this team is going to get where it needs to go, agree or disagree, the offensive line needs some nastiness to it. (laughs) The offensive line needs some guys that are going to say, you know what, I don't give a damn about Cam Hayward over there in Pittsburgh or whoever else that I have to hit and run through. I'm going to do it. And we're going to be the aggressors. And I think that that's very big, that that mentality is exactly what Frank Pollock wants. It's exactly what uh, this Bengals Bengals team has lacked. And it's something that, uh, honestly, if you're looking for this team to be as good as you're hoping it is going to be, then... um, it's going to be one of those things where Alex Redman and other guys on this team, they're the aggressor. I thought this quote was very interesting. Catherine Terrell of ESPN.com covers the Bengals. She said, uh, Alex Redman was asked if coaches ever tried to rein in his personality. And he said, quote, my new offensive line coach absolutely loves it. He loves everything about the physicality. I've had other coaches in the past tell me some, uh, tell me to be something I wasn't. They're gone now, thankfully. So, yeah, I, I think that th- that speaks volumes. The fact that a player was willing to say, yeah, they're gone now, thankfully. Assuming that's Paul Alexander, former offensive line coach. That demeanor, that aggression, not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone's going to bring that, right? Andy Dalton isn't going to be this aggressive physical guy. We, we, we don't need John Ross initiating contact after he catches the ball. But having a guy like that on the right side, especially with the uncertainty of right tackle, that's just going to be aggressive and anger and angry. I think that that is very valuable. So it's good to hear, I think, going into this weekend and going into the season if you're a Bengals fan. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. 
Good stuff from Marvin Lewis, by the way. He doesn't always say good stuff. He did there. Good stuff from him on Alex Redman. Up next, some predictions for what the season is going to bring, not only for the Bengals, but across the league. Speaking of the league, are you going to bet tonight? It's Philadelphia Eagles. It's Atlanta Falcons. And then you got the whole NFL schedule this weekend where it's just a bunch of games on games on games on games. Well, who you're betting on just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I'll always tell you guys to bet with my bookie. They're the best bet this season. Lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend something if I used it. I've used it. I'm using it this week. I will use it throughout the football season. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game betting, live game betting, um, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, I'm one of them. You can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will, will score each game. Join now. My bookie's going to match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code Locked On when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid with MyBookie. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's dive into it here. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Season predictions for the NFL. Boy, oh boy, do I have some, I think they will be considered surprises. And uh, it's it's one of those things where it's not going to be the same. There's going to be different playoff teams every year. And I have a couple that made it deep into the playoffs, not making it this year. Let's cue the music. Little NFL on CBS theme. And let's start with the NFC, which I think the NFC is stacked. It's packed. It is loaded. It is great. And let's start with who I think is going to win the conference. The Los Angeles Rams. They have the best roster in the league. Don't fight me on that. Don't argue. They have the best roster in the league. A great blend of an offensive-minded head coach, young quarterback, dynamic running back, great offensive line, uh, plenty of dynamic weapons, including Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, who can be that reliable slot-wide receiver. And then you got a guy like Robert Woods, who's very under the radar. <laughs> that defense, and Damakung Su, Aaron Donald, Marcus Peters on one end, Aqib Talib on the other. Call me crazy if you want to. I got the Rams first in the NFC, followed by the Green Bay Packers. I think the Packers are going to roll this year. I love what they did in the draft. They got a couple young wide receivers I really like. They got a couple young corners that, heck, one in Jackson from, from Iowa, I thought the Bengals might consider in round one. I, Jair Alexander out of Louisville as well. Those guys stand out to me. I think that the Packers roll and get rolling, and Aaron Rodgers comes back and has a big season. Then I got the Vikings. The Vikings will uh, will be there. And these aren't in order, actually, because if they were in order, the Vikings, well, they wouldn't have won the division. So I guess in order, I would go Saints here. I think the Saints were the best team in the NFL top to bottom last year as far as rosters go. So they're going to win the AFC South. Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram. And here's a name 
to watch out for. I had a really good preseason. Joe Goodberry told me to to stay, uh, keep my eye on him during draft season. Boston Scott. So Boston Scott, he's a, a running back, deep leagues. If you're in a really, really deep league, may consider drafting him. But uh, he's a guy, as the music ends and starts over, that uh, could be a prime for some big games in New Orleans, especially with Mark Ingram out. So I got the Saints third. Fourth, I got the Giants. The Giants are going to win the NFC East. I love what they did this offseason. They have a dynamic running back. They have a really, really good slot wide receiver in Sterling Shepard. They upgraded the left tackle position. Eli Manning still capable. Not great, but capable. They added an offensive head coach. And Pat Shermer, who's going to be, I think he's going to be NFL head coach of the year. Oh, and by the way, they got Odell Beckham Jr. back, who's one of the best weapons in the game. People forget. Oh, how often people forget. So they're going to get the fourth seed and win the NFC East. The only only NFC East team I have in the playoffs. No Eagles. Um, Up next, I have the Falcons. I think the Falcons are poised to make a deep playoff run. They get edged in the tough NFC South, but they make it. With the wild card, obviously we know all about Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, those running backs. Wouldn't be shocked to see Atlanta make it uh, make it two out of three uh, Super Bowl runs as they, they were there a couple years ago. I could see it again this season. And then sixth, I got the Minnesota Vikings. And it's mostly because the NFC is just so tough. I mean, you might be the sixth seed in the NFC and win 10 games. I, I mean, I could even see 11 games and, and be that wild card. Um, so the, the Vikings, I have them in there. Uh, so, again, Rams, Packers, Vikings, Giants, Saints, Falcons. That's in no particular order. Let's go to the AFC, where the AFC is weak. It's the exact opposite of the NFC. Um, the Patriots are going to finish first. I still have the Steelers second, even though the Le'Veon Bell stuff is certainly interesting. The Chiefs, it's one of my bold predictions. The Chiefs are going to be much better this year than they were last year with Alex Smith. They're going to take risks. Pat Mahomes is going to sling it. He's going to throw his fair share of interceptions. They're also going to be dynamic with players like Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill. This is the type of offense as the music stops. There we go. Um, They're going to be very dynamic. I mean, you're talking about Tyreek Hill on one side, Sammy Watkins on the other, Travis Kelsey, and then at running back, Kareem Hunt, who's very good, a multi uh, a threat in the pass game as well as the run game. Pat Mahomes now, he can run too and throw it 70 yards easy. That's going to be a fun team to watch, and you have a great offensive mind in Andy Reid leading the charge there. Then I got the Texans. I think the Texans are winning that division. Oh, yes, I do. And these are in order, by the way. Patriots, Steelers, Chiefs, Texans. I love it. Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watts back. Jadavion Clowney's back. I think that, uh, you know, Hopkins and Will Fuller, they're a good one-two punch. They remind me uh, of what I envision A.J. Green and John Ross being. So the Texans, the fourth seed. The fifth seed, let's go back out to Los Angeles where the Chargers, Phillip Rivers, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Uh, On offense, Keenan Allen, who's probably the most underrated wide receiver, especially if you don't play fantasy football in the NFL today. I like Mike Williams getting some jump balls for old man Phillip as all three quarterbacks, the top quarterbacks drafted in the 04 class, I have all three making the playoffs with the Steelers, the Chargers, and the Giants. And finally... The Bengals. Oh, yeah, I got the Bengals in there. Nine and seven. Mark it down now. They're going to squeak in. Nine and seven in the weak AFC. They will, um, 
it, it'll be tough for them. I mean, they, they would play the Chiefs in this scenario on the road at Arrowhead. I don't like them in that matchup, at least as of now. That being said, I think the Bengals, they, they're just too good uh, to not make it right now. I get it. They have some some flaws. Cornerback depth flaw. Is that really a huge concern, though? Like, if you're worried about fourth, fifth, sixth corners, that's pretty good, as uh, Mo Egger described today on on our show on Cincy 360, noon to one every day on ESPN 1530. That's pretty good if you're worried about the fourth corner. I get it. The right side of the offensive line is worrisome. I have a feeling Alex Redman is going to come around. I have a feeling these guys are going to come together a bit. The running game will be better than we've seen in the preseason. I don't think it'll necessarily be good, but they have too many weapons. I think they're going to score a bunch of points and get after the passer. The Bengals, sixth. And quickly, I'll get into some major awards in the NFL. Or I'll wrap up the AFC. Patriots, Steelers, Chiefs, Texans, Chargers, Bengals are my playoff teams in the AFC. Feel free to make fun of me when these or if these uh, predictions are wrong. Major awards. Tom Brady's winning the MVP because he's throwing to Gronk, Chris Hogan, and a bunch of janitors in New England. I've seen a lot of Aaron Rodgers MVP. I get it. Totally do. Um, he's got actual pieces. Brady's throwing to a dumpster, and he's going to somehow come out with uh, 12 wins this season. Odell Beckham Jr. Going to win comeback player of the year following that leg injury from last season. Pat Shermer is your offensive coach of the year. Sam Darnold. The offensive rookie of the year as the Jets go 8-8 eight and eight and look like they're going to be a playoff team next year with the young rookie quarterback who's been impressive so far. And defensive rookie of the year, a guy I think the Bengals would have drafted had he been there, safety Derwin James of the Chargers. I think he'll make some big plays down the stretch for the Chargers to help them get into the playoffs. And then let's get into a couple bold predictions. And you might have noticed these, you might have not, but I'm going to point them out here on the Locked on Bengals podcast just for you. First one. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to win more games than they did last year, even though they had Alex Smith, a, a Pro Bowl quarterback. They're going to win 11 or 12 games and win the division. My second bold prediction is that the, the defending Super Bowl champions aren't making the playoffs. They're not. There's injuries to Carson Wentz, injuries to Alshon Jeffrey. It's a very tough conference. Giants, Cowboys, I think both better. Um, I think 8-8 eight and eight is about right for the Eagles this season. They're going to take a step back. And even if they make the playoffs, I do not expect a deep playoff run. Nick Foles cannot keep things going. I'm going to be honest. He cannot do it. Nick Foles is Nick Foles for a reason. And then just looking here, speaking of Nick Foles is Nick Foles for a reason, Blake Bortles isn't making the playoffs again. Let's shut this down right now. The Jacksonville Jaguars, you can talk all you want, Jalen Ramsey. You know who's throwing the football on your team? It's Blake Bortles. That offense is going to suffer, suffer. Marquise Lee already went down with an injury. They're going to be relying on Leonard Fournette way too damn much. I get it. If you pay attention to fantasy, it's like Keelan Cole and D.D. Westbrook. Sounds great. You're going 8-8. Eight and eight. Sounds great, Jags. 8-8. Eight and eight. That's what's happening this year. They went 10-6 and six last year. Can we stop acting like they were world beaters? They went 10-6 and six in a conference that had no Andrew Luck. Deshaun Watson got injured or in a division. No Andrew Luck. Deshaun Watson got injured. The Titans were awful and somehow still made the playoffs. No chance. The Jaguars not making the playoffs this year. You can put that one, book it, write that one down. I feel very confident in saying that. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. We can pot down the music now. I just That's how I view it. That's how I view it, all things considered. I think if you're looking at Bengals for potential comeback player of the year, Andy Dalton 
could certainly be in that mix. I think Andy Dalton has a big week one this week against the Indianapolis Colts. I think A.J. Green does as well. I'm James Rapine. Thanks for listening today on the Locked on Bengals podcast. Tomorrow you're going to hear Carlos Dunlap discuss Andrew Luck. We're going to preview all things Indianapolis Colts. I appreciate you guys for listening today. Um, A quick reminder, if you're going to subscribe to The Athletic, there's one spot to do it. You go to theathletic.com slash locked on Bengals and you're going to get 40% off. Don't pay full price for that good quality content that they offer because they offer really damn good content. Joe Goodberry, Jay Morrison, Mo Egger. Uh, if you're a, a UC Bearcats fan, they have stuff there. NBA, Major League Baseball, national coverage. Jay Glazer they have covering the NFL. So wh- whatever you're looking for, The Athletic has it. But if you're going to subscribe, get a discount. And you can right now. Again, theathletic.com slash locked on Bengals. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening today. Back at it tomorrow. Quick reminder to follow us on Twitter at James Rapine at locked on Bengals and subscribe. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, by the way. It helps get the word out to other Bengals fans that this podcast exists. We're the only Bengals daily podcast out there. You get your daily Bengals fixed with us. Thanks for listening today on the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.